Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. You're listening to the Writer Than You podcast. All right, good morning. Welcome to the show. Bill Ryder with you. Thank you for being here. We appreciate you. We're talking Creed. We're talking shopping. We're talking Tom's obsession with rom-coms. Kurt Heelan could not have come at a better time. The gentleman behind NBA coverage at NBC Sports, Pro Basketball Talk, general good guy, the, uh, the mayor of Long Beach, sort of. I guess there's some other people who could qualify for that. Good morning, Mr. Heelan. How are you? I'm good. I see you brought me in to talk about Notting Hill. Is that what I'm hearing? Bro, how good is Notting Hill? I just rewatched that like six weeks. So Tom over here is a real sappy fellow deep down. He, he, he sends me uh, pitches that are always analogies about true love and heartbreak and usually some homecoming queen who broke some unidentified radio producer's heart. <laughs> So he's a Taylor Swift fan. Okay. It's a lot. It is a <laughs> lot of party. I'm not going to lie. Uh, NBA, NBA is underway. And I, I obviously one game's enough to, to just to draw absolute and swift conclusions. So who wins the NBA championship in 2000? No, just kidding. Um, what is your level of concern if you're the Lakers about the 29 minutes for LeBron and what, what sounds like from his head coach? Like maybe that's, maybe that'll be kind of in line with what they're looking at for, for his, um, for his availability this year? My concern wasn't the 29 minutes with LeBron. They were plus seven. It was the minus 19 and the 19 minutes he sat that are the real concern. Yeah. Like, this, they can't do this if it's going to be Steph Curry in, in Golden State minutes from previous seasons and, like, why they brought in Chris Paul. Like, if you fall apart when he's not there, the Lakers aren't good enough to win it. Right, like they, they can't do it otherwise. Um, they need they can't have an O for six. The in and out Anthony Davis thing, the O for six second half where he doesn't get the ISOs, he doesn't get the plays he got in the first half. That can't happen, and that happens in part because Anthony Davis does this. It happens in part because nobody is more confident in their shooting than D'Angelo Russell. <laughs> and, <laughs> He's like, a new Mario Chalmers, isn't he? It's amazing. He is pretty much like. And, I mean, I get it. I get why you need D'Lo for 80, over the course of 82 games. Isn't this a situation where, like, I think you're going to see a lot of D'Lo for the first 82, and then in crunch time, and especially in, like, the playoffs, like, hey, Gabe Vincent, come here. We're going to give you the ball again because, like, you distribute and defend. Um, yeah. But they can't have that. They, they just – the Lakers and the Warriors, frankly, who lost last night, like, to me, they're on the same tier. They're in the – there's no margin for error. Like, it all has to click for them. And so it's – I would say it's just mildly concerning. Like, it's one game again on the road against the defending champs who are hard to play against. So, okay. But, like, this can't become a trend. 
Uh, Kurt Heelan here on the show. Kurt, I look, we all, right, we're back to work. We're doing reporting. And, yes, not yesterday, the last three or four days, I had to sort of reach out to people and just have them make the case. These are fun, right? Make the case of X. In this case, make the case that the, the, the competing teams against the Nuggets uh, are just not in their class. And it was easier than I thought it was going to be. Like, not that everybody agreed with that premise and said thanks, but no thanks. But the, the number of people who were willing to talk about why they think the Suns are really flawed or the Lakers are really flawed or the Warriors are really flawed. or I mean, the Clippers are easy, right? But whatever, the Clippers are, 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 are flawed sort of surprised me. I, I know it's early, and obviously we have surprises. Do you buy into the idea that it is Denver and then there's a really big drop-off? And I don't even mean talent because the Suns are talented, but in terms of, like, surety of being in contention after that team. I don't know about big drop-off, but I will say this. They're the bar. And I don't think they're, by the way, Denver isn't just the bar for them. Like, if you're Boston or Milwaukee, that's the bar you got to clear. You want to win an NBA title, you're going to have to be better than that Denver team with their five starters who don't, you know, play well. And by the way, I thought their bench played pretty well last night. Like, like, I did too. Anything they get from the bench is gravy, but I thought Christian Braun and, and Reggie Jackson gave them solid minutes. And if they're getting those, <laughs> you know, watch out. Um, I Look, I picked Phoenix to go to the finals. I still believe over the – this is one of those where, like, I don't think they're there right now. But I think over the course of 82 and maybe with some, you know, small moves at the trade deadline kind of thing, not another blockbuster, but a small move at the trade deadline, they can get some of the depth and defense they need to win it. But they did it last night on the road in, you know, in Golden State without Bradley Beal um, with, you know, Josh Okogie hitting key shots and stuff. So I'm, I'm a believer in Phoenix getting there, but they're not there yet. Kurt, uh, you're going to get asked uh, 4,321 Wemby questions over the course of your next 100 NBA conversations. So let me just, you know, pad the, pad the stats right now. You and I hung out together. We saw each other at Summer League, and Wemby was not amazing. And I remember just thinking, I think we had this talk, a lot of guys aren't amazing in Summer League, it, but that's the only thing we have to look at, and so people overreact. And then obviously this this ridiculous prodigy for the Spurs was really fun to watch in preseason. What do you think are the realistic, if he's healthy, realistic expectations for what he can do starting tonight over the course of this first rookie season? Um, that's a good question. I, I think his impact, and we talked about this back then, I think his impact is more on the defensive end, and I think you see that already with, like, you know, the Wemby arms at practice for the, for the, for the Mavericks where, like, you've got to shoot at a different arc when he's out there and he's, he's causing problems. I think he's going to have a big impact on that end. And then on offense, that's a good question. I, I think he's, I think you're going to see it again more as the season goes on, but like, you know, 18 points a game and eight boards. Like I just, I think they're going to still slow play him a little. They're going to try to figure out what works and what doesn't. They're not in a rush to, they're not going to do. They're not going to make. This is Spurs, and they're not going to make the mistakes so many teams make. We're like, hey man, we got this guy. We kind of made a leap this year. We got to just go all in right now. And and they kind of get nervous and panic. Like, that's just not going to be the Spurs. They're going to still slow build this over a few years and, and try to do it right. Um, but I don't know. I, I mean, to me, do you think anybody can beat him for what through the year, assuming he's healthy? No, that was my. I, I think, and I actually, and I, I don't know where you come down, Kurt. I think some of the other guys, like Scoot, maybe even Miller, like the twin. There's a lot of dudes 
who yeah. in a normal year, I would not be shocked if, if they had such an exceptional season, they became the surprise favorite. But I, if if Wemby plays enough games, I don't. it's not even possible, is it, based on what we've seen? No, I don't think it's possible. I think your arguments are Chet Holmgren will play Chet. in meaningful minutes. Meaningful right. minutes for a team that could be should be making the postseason or making the playoffs. Um, so you know you can argue the meaningful minutes thing. By the way, you know who's been sneaky good in preseason, and then nobody watched him because nobody's watching Houston right now. I think Amen Thompson. <laughs> like, Dude, I didn't watch good. a lot of Houston, really. Yeah, I think he's looked really good in preseason. And if if you know, and look, wildly great athlete. And if everything you know. If everything comes together for him, he's going to be – this is a really good class. And all that said, I still – it's not just Wemby's to lose. It is Wemby's to lose, I guess is how you put that. Like, he, something would have to go pretty catastrophically wrong for him not to win it. Uh, let me give you a bold prediction or two from from some, some guys, that I, some executives that I've talked to in the last week, right? And, again, these guys are talking anonymously – Sometimes yeah. they've got a drink or two in them. It's not like I'm putting their name out there and they have to live with it. But, the best stuff. Yeah, yeah. It's, but 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 they're being honest, right? Like they're. I had somebody make the case to me. We're talking about the Western Conference, right? And, and basically make the case to me it's only the Nuggets. But he goes, you know, if something goes wrong or I'm wrong, he he his sort of contention was dark horse Western Conference Finals or beyond team the Oklahoma City Thunder, and I must have made a face because I'd had a few drinks in me like a week ago. And and he's like, well, there's Shea, and he kind of went through it. And he's not predicting it. He's just saying, don't rule out them being much, much, much better than people think. In a in a Western Conference, Kurt, that what there are eight, nine, ten teams, if you include the Thunder, that think or or believe or or need to be playoff teams. And I mean, like actual best of seven playoff series teams. Does that ring as a possible reality? Do you, do you think the Thunder's ceiling could be that high? First off, I've got twelve teams that believe they're playoff teams. Isn't that in the crazy? West. It, it like Utah and Utah. By the way, oh, Utah, yeah. make the playoffs, and, and I don't have them in. Um, and there's a whole bunch of them. Um, I don't know that the ceiling's that high. I, I I don't buy that it's quite that high yet for Oklahoma City. That they're figuring things out, but it's going to be interesting because they've got better floor spacing. Obviously, got to deal with Shea. How does that open up things for Jalen Williams? Like right. suddenly he's driving to the lane with wide open spaces. Like I think they could be. I think they could be better than you think, but my dark horse, Minnesota. Minnesota could be really. Yeah, I'm just I have I P- PTSD there on that team. Yeah, understandably, but I think that's the team that could. The, the what will be painful for Timberwolves fans is they could put the whole thing together this year. They could figure out how to get Towns and Gobert playing together. Anthony Edwards could make the leap to All NBA. You know, Shea Gilgis Alexander level player. Like, all of this could come together, and they are so back into a financial corner now that they pretty much got to trade Carl Anthony Towns next summer anyway. Um, here's another uh, bold prediction or bold take from, from, from one of these folks that, again, kind of caught me up short. And then, you know, like how, like, a stupid, like, a Creed song can, can get, in your, get in your head and you can't stop thinking about it because yeah, your, yep. your radio producer plays it, right? Thank you for that. Uh, I, I can't get this out of my brain. The, the case this person made, because I'm high in Milwaukee, Right, if I got to pick the coin flip between Milwaukee and the Celtics, I'm personally going Milwaukee. And this person's case was, you're wrong. Drew Holiday is a better point guard for both those teams than Damian Lillard. Is a better acquisition, mm-hmm. which I was like, you know, in the moment I was like, okay, well, it's a smart person, right? Who, who's not full of crap? My God, that's dumb. In, in my brain. And then as I kind of chewed on it, I'm not sure I agree with it, but it stuck with me. 
is there a world, and obviously for the Bucks, whatever, who cares? God damn, Giannis extended, victory for John Horst. But in terms yeah. of the actual performance on the floor this year, is there a world where you'd buy into the idea that as a playoff team, Drew Holiday better than sign Damian Lillard for those teams? Yeah, I can see. I hear. I think where that works for me, and by the way, you are absolutely spot on. The second Giannis signed that extension, the trade was worth whatever they gave up. Um, right. I think where that works is it's now an arms race between those two. Sorry, Miami. Sorry, Philly. It's those two. Drew Holiday as an on-ball defender against Damian Lillard is the best possible option. Like it was the best matchup play you could have made, um, and it makes them. I, it's why I have Boston in the coin flip over Milwaukee again. I, I could go either way. I'll take Boston, but I think that that's the thing that puts them over the top. Is now they have a guy who, as much as any human beings, going to really be a problem for Damian Lillard and somewhat limit him and limit him in that half court. So, I think in that sense, yeah, I, I'll buy it. I'll buy that you're talking to smart people for a change instead of me. I, right. I mean, like you and me both, brother. All right, let me give you one more that, again, uh, that I just paused at. Like, I, one thing I love about our jobs, Kurt, is, is like, talking to these guys, If you, it sounds like a hot take. I mean, half the things I write are based on, like, talking to people much smarter than I am, right? But when you have these conversations, if you said this on radio, people would roll their eyes, be like, oh, the hot take. But this is how people communicate. Like, people are pretty candid when you, can, when you can get them sort of away from, from the arena. Another thing that somebody said to me a while ago was, does Daryl Morey know he's getting fired either way? Which kind of slapped me. And I like, I like Daryl. But the sort of theory on this was, or the approach was, basically, to boil it down, he's screwed. Right? Like, Harden stays, Harden goes. He's not going to get the price that he needs. Embiid wants to be somewhere else. The, the Knicks are already leaking what they were willing to give up. Daryl's going away. I can't pretend to be connected to Josh Harris, the owner, enough to know whether that's true or not. But does that strike you, again, as something on further review that isn't outlandish? I had not thought of that, and I think it's spot on, actually. Now that I, this, my, my, my initial reaction when I thought about that for a second is that, yeah, that could, look, you were brought in to, I mean, the, the Colangelo's ended the, the process as, as we know it, but you were brought in to right. make this a championship team, and you put all your eggs in the James Harden basket. And, um, you know, I guess that basket is back with the team as of this morning for a little bit, but it doesn't really solve the problems. Um, right. And I could see that. I mean, one way or another, whatever happens, even if, I mean, if you figure out a way to make a decent trade and kind of bring this thing together, they're still – I. I I cannot, I cannot envision a trade that puts them on the Boston-Milwaukee level right now. I'm not sure where that is, and I'm not sure. If, even if James Harden came back and decided to be James Harden, are they there? No. I mean, that, right. Yeah. I don't think they are. I don't think they are. I mean, nothing against Tyrese Maxey, uh, but now you're on to and, and Tobias Harris, and you've got Nick Nurse's coach, and I still don't think they're on that level. And if not... And then Embiid, Embiid's getting antsy. Like I just think you put all your you made such a big bet on Harden, and that's going to backfire. That I just I could totally see that. I could see it's just time to move on, especially if Embiid moves on, and now you're into a rebuild. I just can't imagine. Him what is around. your? I'm keeping him around. What is your favorite Creed song? If you have one, 
then we'll let you go. None. Zero yeah. point zero. I mean, they're better than Nickelback, so you know you got that. But it's just that's not my favorite band. I don't like to make sweeping judgments of people that I like based on sort of taste factors, but but my executive producer is a Nickelback fan and a great fan. Wow. He he knows the names of the albums and was trying to make the case that you know they're low, like some of the stuff we haven't heard. I mean, help me, Kurt. Help me, Kurt Helen. You know, kind of like Daryl Morey. Maybe his days are just numbered now. Maybe that's the problem. Yeah, yeah, that's right. It's it's gone too bad too quickly. There's no there's no coming back. No matter how good you are, coming back from nickel. You know, even Canadians are backing away from Nickelback, right? Like I don't, I don't, I don't know that we can do this. I mean, right when Canadians won't even, yeah, it's 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 over. Uh, Kurt Heelan, great to hear your voice. Are you going to um? Are you going to Vegas for the play-in tournament thing in December? Uh that's. Up in the air, but unlikely because I believe I have to be at a my daughter's um, Got it. lacrosse tournament that weekend. So it's family I'm, first. So we'll see. I, I respect that. I'm trying to convince my bosses that it's massively important and not that <laughs> I like being in Vegas. So we'll, we'll see for me as well for much, much <laughs> less honorable reasons. Uh, thank you, buddy. If, Thanks if, for if making I'm time. There, we'll, if I'm there, I will find you, and maybe we can find a place that serves alcohol in Vegas. I mean, I've heard there's a couple, and I'm willing to test that theory with you. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, buddy. Thanks for hanging. Bye, dude. Uh, Kurt Heelan on the show, Pro Basketball Talk on Twitter, NBC Sports. Uh, good, good guy. What are you doing getting all, like, mopey over Nickelback? I see what you're doing now. Now it's more than what you. Doing? It's more than the listeners. Now you got Costos, you got Ephraim Salam, and now you got our buddy Kurt Heelan all ganging up on me. Now you're you using got- the guests against me. You you are late to this uh, uh, revelation party. <laughs> it's not like it was a secret. It's love, buddy. It's lo- by the way. I the more I like somebody, the more that I that I bust chops, which means you must be one of my favorite people on the face of the earth. Oh, is that what we're calling it now? Okay, nah, that's what I, that's what I'm calling it. Uh, Pretty Daddy's great. And by the way, let's lean into this. You can call us if you want at eight five five two one two four CBS. A whole bunch of you have tweeted about Tommy, and we're going to let your voice be heard. We're also going to buy or sell, and the fact that Diamondbacks with a remarkable upset over the course of the season. We'll talk about those things next here on CBS Sports Radio. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. 
It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. You're listening to Writer Than You. You're always the one that's like, I don't want to talk baseball. There it is right there. And that's how you do. And you actually mumble it. It's weird. I mumble a lot. On CBS Sports Radio. Welcome back into the show. Uh, I don't know, Tom, that's pretty daddy, if you are a fan of No Context Buy or Sell, but you might want to just buckle in for that because we've got some breaking news. Breaking news. That will push back Buy or Sell. Just a sec here. So shortly after Mr. Adrian Wojnarowski reported that James Harden had sh- finally showed up in Philly in anticipation of their game tomorrow against the Bucks in Milwaukee, uh, Shams had just reported the following. I'm just going to read it to you. James Harden returned to Philadelphia on Tuesday night with his bags packed to join the join the team on the road for Thursday versus Bucks and Saturday versus Raptors. But the 76ers have now asked him to not travel with the team. Sources said, "Yikes!" So I wrote this in writer's block. The uh, newly minted, well named weekly reporting column that I do over at cbsports.com. This is the one that ran, I believe, last week, maybe the week before. It comes out every Wednesday. But another GM had told me when I asked about this sort of Harden doing this and how uncomfortable could he make it for Maury, and he said, the guy laughed and goes, you're talking about two grandmasters at making people, at, at dealing with being uncomfortable, being open to being uncomfortable. And this is, ex- and the guy called it. Because Harden basically took control of the situation in his own view. I'm going to be away. I'm going to cause drama. I'm going to show up in my own time. And now it's Maury. More Daryl Maury runs ops basketball saying, nope, nope, nope. Now you're, now you're sitting out. Ugly, ugly stuff. I love it. Just for the drama of it. And I do think if you're, what do you, I like the drama, Tom. I already feel awkward. I'm not a Sixers fan. I obviously don't work for them. It. And I'm already squirming. I kind of want. I almost was going to go to Milwaukee for this game, and I I just sort of decided not to. But it would be awesome to like walk up to Daryl Morey or anybody in that organization. I don't really know Nick Nurse that well. I'd just be like, "Hey, how's it going with Harden?" <laughs> I love it when PR guys act like they're insecure. Oh, I need you to move on, like, bro. Take your hand off my shoulder. You're as tall as I am. <laughs> Come on. Uh, look, I don't know how this thing ends, but I'll maintain what um, what I told I what I told uh, Kurt Hill that, that people are trying to talk about. One, you know, one person in particular, but several folks. That Maury's in trouble, and if you're going to go down, you risk going down. I think you you don't acquiesce to James Harden, and not to get too Shakespearean on you here, Tom, pretty daddy. Not to get too rom com, Tommy, but it is a betrayal by James Harden to Daryl Morey, just in the sense they were close, they were friends. They had a relationship. Remember, they hugged each other when Harden got off the plane. And what has Daryl Morey done other than 
refuse to trade Harden for, for nothing. Because Harden opted into that $35 million option that really ties the Sixers' hands. That's a lot of money. It's, it's harder to trade him. All right. Stay tuned. And by the way, check out Ryder's Block over at CBSSports.com. It's out now. Uh, let's do buy or sell. What side will Bill take on the biggest issues in the world of sports? It's time for today's edition of Buy or Sell on Writer Than You. Long ball, Bill. Don't accuse me of hating on baseball. The Arizona Diamondbacks <laughs> beat the Phillies in Game 7 of the NLCS last night to advance to their first World Series since 2001. Plus, Bill, with their win in Philadelphia last night, that made teams facing elimination at home in these playoffs 0-5. My question to you, buy or sell the lack of a home field advantage in these playoffs is more surprising than the 84-win Arizona Diamondbacks being in the World Series. Sell. Sell. A very smart pretty daddy told me that the the Diamondbacks were 125-1 to at the start of the year to make the World Series. And it's not surprising that Robert Manfred would, uh, you know, completely just eviscerate any advantage. Because some of those stats, not all of them, have to do with the fact that a bunch of the top teams sat out for five days when we got to the, I guess, the second round of the playoffs. By the way, let me also just say, our listener, Justin Tyler Azevedo, who also is a fan of the show, asked me to admit I was wrong about the Diamondbacks, and I will buy that. You can push the buy button. Buy! At any stage, think they were going to win. To be fair, they won 84 games in the regular season. Not only did they win 84 games, they finished the regular season with a negative run differential. Yeah. And they're in the World Series. To be fair, even though we call baseball long ball, they played a lot of short ball. And not only did they win game seven on the road, they also won game six on the road. (laughs) It's unbelievable. So, two things can be true at once. Give Arizona all the credit in the world. What a remarkable and brutal collapse by Philly. Bryce Harper's bat went 100% cold in those last two games. You have to be able to step up if you're the guy, not just on your team, but in the league. One of the guys in the National League. Credit the Diamondbacks. Total shocker. Heartbreak for Philly. We're not going to get into too much. No, you don't fire the, the GM in Philadelphia. Have you seen this today? The guy got you to the cusp of the World Series. Your guys have to be able to win one of those games at home. All right, Bill, let's make our way to the NFL here. Yesterday on 105.3 The Fan in Dallas, Jerry Jones said he does not feel any urgency to make a trade to bolster the Cowboys roster before next week's deadline. Uh, It'll have to come our way. I don't want to preclude it in any way, Uh, but but it always does. Uh, You uh, have uh, a lot of machinations that you're working with every day. I do. And uh, but uh, the initiation of an opportunity to make a trade at this time that would help us principally has to start over on the other end. So basically, Jerry is saying, I'll pick up the phone if they call me, but I'm not calling anyone else. Buy or sell the Cowboys should look to be aggressive in the trade market. I mean, the honest... The honest answer is a sell, because my take on this... Sell. Right or wrong, it's usually right, is that they have a quarterback, no matter how well they play or how good their defense is, I don't think they're going to win those games and win those games in the margins. Let me ask you a, a question. 
You have to give something to get something. You have to figure out what you want to get. To, to, I won't pick up the phone. Now, that's silly. What is this? Are we dating in 11th grade? He has to call me. Come on, Jerry. But buy or sell that Trey Lance would be a valuable chip to anyone in this sort of situation. Sell. Isn't that amazing, dude? Number three overall pick not that long ago. Because he's not even their backup. He's their number three right now. Like, I don't know what his value is. The, the Cowboys probably overpaid to get him. I don't think so. I don't think he has value right now. I mean, I'd love to know behind the scenes. Because whatever the criticisms of Mike McCarthy, I've had plenty. The guy has, that's one guy, it's Aaron Rodgers. Maybe it didn't work. But, but whatever, there's a perception that he's good with young quarterbacks, right? That his issue was the transition from young and maybe to not young and outstanding. Power dynamics and all that. I'd love to know if they have a plan, if they're, if they're going slow with Trey Lance because they think it's high upside. If they've gotten him into, into you know, just practices and, and they think, oh dear God, this is a, the Creed song version of, of a quarterback. It sounded good at first, but, but now we can't get rid of it. It's not great. What, what happened? Nickelback? I see what you're trying to do to me there. But I'm just going to keep going into the NFL. Bill, when the Chiefs visit Denver on Sunday, Patrick Mahomes will be trying to do something that no other quarterback has ever done before. With a win, Mahomes would be 13-0 against the Broncos in his career. No quarterback in NFL history has ever started his career 13-0 against any opponent. Buy or sell beating Patrick Mahomes is now mental for the Denver Broncos. I mean, buy. I do Bye. think it is. I also think it's practical. I think they have a terrible football team. I think they're playing a Chiefs team that is outstanding, obviously. You know, regionally speaking, I know we talk a lot about the, the Chiefs-Raiders rivalry, but Chiefs-Broncos, Kansas City, Missouri, and Denver, Colorado are about, I don't know, eight-hour drive straight on 70. There's no disrespect to all the places in between, but there's really nothing in between. And so, like, they're kind of... There's a, there's a regional rivalry there. Those games matter, and they matter to fans. But, yeah, I think it's a, a head case thing, too. I'm going to ask you a question that's not surprising, not new. I just think it's interesting. Buy or sell, it's reasonable right now to talk about the very real possibility Patrick Mahomes will end his career the greatest quarterback slash football player of all time. Buy. I'm with you, dude. Can't hit the buy button fast enough on that one. Absolutely. Brady, I mean, the dude's not even 30 yet. Brady has seven? Brady has seven. Which is dumb and absurd. So, I... I mean, five more is a lot, but it, anyone going to be surprised if the Chiefs win two of the next four and all of a sudden he's at four Super Bowls and he's 34 or 35 years old? The only thing I'll say about that is how long is he going to have Andy Reid? Because I think that Great. matters. I don't think it's everything, but I think it matters a lot. It is a, it is a great call. All right, Bill, let's get to some college football here. Oregon State and Washington State are expected to operate as a two-member conference next season in the Pac-12, if it's still called the Pac-12. However, there have been discussions between the two universities and the Mountain West Conference about a one- or a two-year scheduling alliance. Basically, what it means is Oregon State and Washington State would play a Mountain West schedule without being official members. Yikes. Buy or sell scheduling alliance would be the first step in Oregon State and Washington State becoming actual members of the Mountain West. I mean, I don't think that's their intention. So I'll sell that that's the goal, right? Obviously, out of requirement, necessity, desperation, it could get there. When I first saw this, all I could think was, I was just kidding when I said the Pac-2. Buy or sell 
my joke, our joke of constantly calling the Pac-12, the Pac-2, makes you feel guilty. Bye. Me too. I thought it was very funny at first, but now it's just sad because this is the reality. And I think that Washington State and Oregon State deserve better. They 100% deserve better. I know it they're not the elite unjust. class of the Pac-12. Like, I get it. I know they're not USC. I know they're but not. But they're not. I agree. Rutgers football. I agree. I mean, come on. Rutgers is in the Big Ten. I totally agree. They deserve better. How did better. people in the Big Ten not understand that having Rutgers does not, in fact, get you the New York City TV market? Nobody cares. It gets Nobody. you the Rucker, New Jer- Rutgers, New Jersey. Is that the name of the city? Uh, no. no. Camden? No, Camden is South know. Jersey, closer to Philly. I couldn't even Binder tell Rutgers. you the name of it, and my father-in-law actually went to school there. <laughs> Just buy your uh, Thanksgiving dinner. Bye. Oh, he's not listening. <laughs> that would be awkward. All right, Bill, let's get to some hoops here. The Celtics make their season debut tonight against the Knicks, and Boston has a very different-looking roster from the last time we saw them. No Marcus Smart, no Malcolm Brogdon, no Robert or Grant Williams, but they added Drew Holiday and Kristaps Porzingis while signing Jalen Brown to the richest deal in NBA history. Buy or sell that Celtics head coach Joe Mazzulla has the most pressure on him out of any head coach in the NBA this year. Bye. I think it's a great bye. Yes. Who would even be on the list of more pressure? Because in Milwaukee, in Phoenix, in Philly, they have first-year head coaches. Those guys are unlikely to get fired even if things go bad. Their GM's good. Not in Milwaukee, but but certainly in Phoenix and Philly. Um, Spolster's fine. You think getting to the Western Conference Finals last year bought Darvin Ham some some time? Yeah, and I think it's I think LeBron likes him. You know, I think I mean Jason Kidd is that really? I, I no, I don't. I think it's a hundred percent Missoula. And I'm what is it? It's it's cat it, caps. It's it's Celtics Knicks. Is that game in New York? I don't know. That I game believe tonight, it is. Yes, I believe it is. Really excited about that game. Because I'm excited to watch Boston try to figure out what they are. All those changes you noted, that's a big gamble by Brad Stevens, too. I won't say desperation, but certainly out of need and concern, they weren't good enough. So how is this going to work for you this season with you and Nick's Twitter? Are they going to start with you on night one, or are they going to wait a little little longer this year? I mean, I think, like, remember that old song, which is now Summertime Sadness? I think... I think that set in for the Knicks fans when they realized they were in the finals and all of their anger maybe was misdirected. But probably four days from now. They'll win like four out of five games at some point, and then they will just get going. All right, Bill, let's stay in the NBA here. Ahead of his debut tonight, Victor Webanyama said yesterday that he doesn't want to rest at all this season. How much do you want to play? I know there's been talk about how... Resting you at a certain point, but how, what do you want to do? Every game, you know, if there's no no uh, excessive risk for my health, of course I can predict the future, but I want to play every single game. He wants to play every single game. Bill, buy or sell Victor Webanyama playing at least 70 games this season. Yeah, I mean, I wanted to date Riri before I was married. That's not true. I didn't know about Riri before I was married, but you know what I'm saying. Um, 70 it's Greg Popovich. I will sell that. Sell. But I am, um, man, I'm going to knock on wood literally while I do it. Cautiously optimistic. 
he will play 66 or 65 games, and the games he misses will be preventative, not problematic. All right, Bill, we'll finish up with some baseball here. There was reported tension this season between Padres manager Bob Melvin and GM A.J. Preller, so much so that the Padres granted permission for Melvin to speak with the Giants about their managerial vacancy. And yesterday, Melvin agreed to terms with San Francisco. He is leaving San Diego to take the Giants job. Buy or sell the Padres will regret letting Bob Melvin leave. So interesting. Sell. Um, sell. There was talk about Melvin being in trouble anyway. In, in San Diego, there was sort of job watch at the end of the year. He'll probably have success, but I, but I, they underperformed, and that is part. That's the manager, right? But I don't think they're going to have re- regrets when you didn't want someone there anyway. I think it's probably a happy ending, and whatever regrets will set in when he starts to succeed with the Giants. But why is he going to succeed with the Giants? Because they're not the Padres. Like. The real problem is the GM. How long is A.J. Preller going to get to just spend any amount of money that he wants and have it not work and blow up in his face? You're very passionate about this. I mean, they've been bad. They've spent and they've spent and they've spent, and they're no better than the Mets and the Yankees who have done the same thing. He hasn't been able to propel them forward. Propeller them forward. So. Come on now, man. Too much. Too much there. He didn't propeller them forward. Too much. Too much. It's you time are, for no why are you context. So cocky buy today. You or are in a sell. cocky, pretty daddy mood. Oh, I have a question real quick before we do no context. Sorry. I thought about this earlier. Buy or sell if your mother in law or father in law went to follow you on Twitter, they would refuse to click the button when they saw you were pretty daddy CBS. Buy. <laughs> they would probably call my wife and ask what the heck was going on. Is everything okay, sweetheart? Yeah, how's everything at home going? Because he seems unstable. Okay, give me that pretty daddy sounder again. It's time for No Context Buy or Sell. Now, I have to just follow the rules here, unlike Harbaugh, and give you just the question. But I will say, if you are an NBA fan or a sports fan at all, go out and seek this Giannis sound because it's more than about sports. It's about life. But buy or sell, Bill, Giannis will retire from the NBA having only played for the Milwaukee Bucks. Uh, Buy. Buy. But sell, you cutting the heart and soul out of the segment. Buy. Sell, Tom. You pushed the wrong Sell. button. There you go. It's really long sound, but man, it's it's it gives you insight into who this dude is off the court. You know what? We'll do this. We'll play it for you next because it is really, really cool. And then we'll get into some tweets about Pretty Daddy. So it's the it's the yin and the yang. Do you know which one you are, Tom? Uh no, no, I don't. You're the yang. Okay. Uh, the yin and the yang. Uh Giannis waxing poetic about where he is and who he is. Coming up after we get a CBS Sports Radio update from Andrew Bogish. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. You're listening to the Writer Than You podcast. All right, welcome back into the show. Bill Ryder with you. The Harden saga continues. A little more breaking news. Breaking news. Uh, Woj with an update. Last told to the Shams reporter that Harden been told to stay back. Don't go to Milwaukee and then Toronto. Woj with some contact. James Harden hasn't practiced with Sixers since October 15th, and plan is allowing him to stay at Camden Practice Facility and work with team development staff to get the live action necessary to get him playing games once Sixers return from Milwaukee, Toronto trip, sources said. Let me just give you my take. It's both. I don't think they want to run the team right now. I think they want to set some boundaries, and they could do under the guise of, and maybe the reality got to get him in shape. What a shocker, though, that Harden would come back from a, a, a family emergency and not be in shape. That's just, that's kind of a absolute head scratcher. Um, hi, Tom. Hey there, Bill. Can we, uh, you really teased the hell out of this Giannis thing. You really sold it as a, as a emotionally game-changing heart-wrenching look into the soul of a hero. I think it checks all of those boxes. I do, too. Uh, Giannis signed an extension. He is going to remain with the Milwaukee Bucks, assuming that he's willing to see it out for at least two additional years, maybe a year beyond that. He has a player option. It's a lot of money. It's also a great day for the Bucks. And here is Giannis talking about it. I'm very loyal. Even though you might hurt me or you know do something to me, I always like try to forgive you and see the best in you, uh, and when you were there for me in the beginning, I'm there for you for the rest of the, our lifetime, you know, and for the, the Milwaukee Bucks organization, they've been there with me uh, since the beginning, they changed my life, they changed my family life, um, my kids were born in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, that's what the passport says, you know, my mom is here enjoying her life, uh, my dad spent a couple of years here before he passed away, my brothers went to school here in the private school. That, you know, before I came here, I wasn't able to afford in my, my lifetime. Uh, my kids are going to a private school. Uh, they've changed my life in, tremendously. I'm extremely happy. I know the in and outs of the city. The, the city shows me a lot of love. Uh, and also, whenever I go out there and have time with my family, they also give me space, which is crazy to me. You know, when they see me on the street, they give me space. Um, they respect me who I am as a person, what I've done for the city of Milwaukee. And for that, I, I can't turn my back. You know, not now, not in the future, not never. I love it. People change, people grow. I think he means it now. I hope he means it long term. It's not my focus today. I think he'll be there a long term, forever is a long time. I love it. I love, and I, I love the loyalty. Obviously, I am from, I'm from Dubuque, Iowa. That is, I don't know, two hours or so from Madison, Wisconsin, not that far from Milwaukee. Have family in Milwaukee, from that part of the country. I love it when there's success in that part of America in sports. I think it's great, especially in the NBA where guys have tended to leave. And I love Giannis. Like I'm just a fan of the dude. 
great. And you're right, Tom. That is, I mean, that's a guy who who came from abroad, wasn't a top whatever five ten pick, wasn't expected to be a superstar. No guarantees he was going to make it or be incredibly wealthy and successful. Let alone, I mean, this guy could be a will be a top twenty player of all time. It could be could be higher, could be better. I think. Really cool story, and I'm glad he's sticking around. Good, good for you, Wisconsin. I listened because he goes on and on. I listened to yeah. his his you know session with the media yesterday. He's an easy dude to root for. I think he's funny. I think he's humble, and he is he is funny, very likable, just like you. Uh, and people have responded accordingly. I'm going to read some tweets now. You ready? About you? <laughs> no, I'm not ready. Kevin Billings tweets. Yo, Pretty Daddy, I think it's really cool that you ghostwrite for Taylor Swift and also produce an amazing sports talk show. Multifaceted talent. Woo! <laughs> you did it. Yeah, I did it. Uh, Kevin, all, oh, sorry, Kelvin, excuse me, Kelvin. Kelvin also, I'm going to screw that up for a while. I'm convinced, it's hard to read, sorry. I'm convinced Rom-Com Tom was binge-watching Hallmark movies late into the night with a bucket of Nutella and a box of Kleenex during his Romance Analogies era. 100% agree. I love 100%. me. Love me some Nutella. And you know what? Hallmark movies aren't that bad, man. They're not that bad. Kids love Nutella. I've never tried Nutella. Is it good? Yeah. Hazelnut? Sure. Try some Nutella. It's worth it. Uh, this isn't really the same thing, but Curtis. Well, I'm not going to read this later, but I like it, Curtis. Thank you for the for the life uh, the life uh, hack on how to shop. And then there's there's that guy, and this is really important because there's a lot of rom coms on uh, Hulu. Pretty daddy, hit me up, and I'll give you my Hulu login so you can watch Only Murders in the Building. It's wonderful, but there's a lot of rom coms on there too. And there's oh, there's romance in every season of of Only Murders in the Building. You get some rom com with your mystery. And to be fair, the human heart is a mysterious place. So, you know, mysteries and rom-coms, they're basically cousins. I love siblings. how you tied that together. Bringing it all together. Uh, I am very excited to watch Wemby play tonight. Let's go. Playing the Mavs. Let's go. A little Wemby Yama time. It's only at 930 at night your time. You gonna watch <laughs> I was going to say. I was going to say. A little late for me. Bummer for you. Uh, thank you for listening. Thank you to Tom DeCelestino. Thank you to Kurt Hillen. Appreciate your phone calls and your tweets. Appreciate your time. This show is Ryder Than You. My name is Bill Ryder. We'll see you back here tomorrow on CBS Sports Radio. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 
We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 